Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In part one of the machine learning series, you were given a brief introduction on machine learning, as well as shown the Z-Depth generator, which can extract depth information from a shot and produce a Z-Depth pass. This could be used for a variety of tasks. In the previous example, the Z-Depth generator was used in combination with the effects environment to segment a part of an image and perform look development tasks. In part 2 of this series, we'll continue looking at machine learning in batch, as well as another generator which can detect the human face and then extract a normals map. This can then be used to isolate and enhance facial features, whether you're performing look development using 3D selectives or even 3D lighting in the Action Compositor. If you'd like to follow along, please download the zip file using the link in the description below or the link displayed on the screen. Next, load the media into the Media Hub, followed by loading the supplied batch setup. Now when it comes to batch, machine learning is available in a few nodes. Firstly, the machine learning model is built on the Matchbox GLSL shader technology. So for instance, you can drag a Matchbox node out of the batch node bin and connect it to the source node in the batch schematic. When the browser launches, scroll down to the middle of the list. Here you will find two shaders. One is called ML Depth Map and the other is called ML Face Maps. We'll come to the face map shortly, but go ahead and select the Depth Map shader. Press F4 to see the result. This generates the same type of global depth map that you saw in part 1. However, it is now in the form of a Matchbox node, and you can use it as part of a compositing flow graph. Note that there are no controls in the ML Depth Map node. Now return to Batch and load up another Matchbox node and connect that with the same source clip. This time in the browser, Locate the ML Face Map shader and select it. When you look at the result view of this node, Flame will analyze the image. And by default, the map output will generate a normals map of the human face. You can use this for relighting effects, but before we do that, it's worth noting that if you look through the pull down menu, this machine learning generator can also create a UV map of the human face. A depth map based specifically around the human face. And finally, a UV depth map. Hence the reason why it's called ML Face Maps. All these data passes can be used in a variety of ways with some of Flame's 3D processing tools. For example, leave the output on depth and you can return back to batch. Now in the node bin, locate the depth of field node. Drag this out and connect the source clip as the front and the facial Z depth pass into the second input. Select the node and press F4 for its result view. If you zoom up the graph, you can see how the Z depth input has been analyzed and segmented for the shot. Increase the Z-Depth offset to shift the data closer to the camera. 
and decreased the z-depth range in order to expand the data across more segmentations. Adjust the focus plane and focus range to retain focus on the face. You can see the indicators on the image for easy adjustment. When you increase the blur, you can see how the generated human face depth pass is affecting the shot with the main focus on the face. If you used the global analysis from the ML depth map instead, the results would be very different. But either way, the machine learning models play an integral part in getting these results. Now it may look like magic, but it is important to understand how Flame is creating these depth maps and normal maps. So I just want to take a small amount of time to talk about this new emerging technology. Firstly, these results are not based on a defined list of commands, like removing a specific colour out of an image or tracking a visible pixel. Instead, the machine learning has to think about the image first, and then produce the depth map or normals map. So how does machine learning think? Well, during the development of Flame 2020, a set of algorithms which we refer to as the machine learning model were fed loads of images called datasets in order to understand what it is looking at and produce a result. Now it is impossible to give the model every possible scenario you may encounter. However, the more the dataset is focused, the better likelihood of a more accurate result. You will see this when we look at face normal mapping. So it's impossible to guarantee a successful generation each time, but eventually you'll learn the machine learning's strengths and weakness and what content it works best on. As for some guidelines, we currently recommend avoiding overblown skies, heavy specularity, extreme depth of field, extreme motion blur, crazy camera angles and night shots where depth of field can't truly be determined. Now let's return back to the examples and look at human face detection with machine learning. This time, you'll be generating the normals maps in action so that you can immediately use them with selectives or 3D lighting. Drag out an action node and connect the next source clip as the background and media input. Press ALT 2 for a 2 up view and set the main viewport as the result view and the other viewport as the manager with the 8 keyboard shortcut. To generate the normals map, there are two ways, with or without a selective. For instance, if you're using 3D lighting and you don't need a selective, you just call up the contextual menu over the surface in the manager and add a normals map. You would then manually choose between media input and face analysis. You'll look at that in the next video. However, if you intend to use the generated normals map with a selective, an easier way is to add the selective first using the same contextual menu. Next, switch to the 3D AOVs menu and change the type to normals. Click Create Map. If you expand the materials in the manager, you'll see a normals map assigned to the surface and if you go to the normals map controls, 
it is already set to perform the face analysis. You can get to the same point with either method, but one is more automated than the other. Press F8 for the object viewer to see the normals. So you're generating the normals instead of using an external input. Now you can switch to the analysis menu and cache the normals to disk if you don't want to cache on scrub. The performance should generally be faster than caching motion vector data. Now I have already mentioned that you can use a normals map with either 3D selectives or 3D lighting for VFX and look development. We'll look at separate examples of each workflow. So starting off with the selectives you've already applied. Select the selective and press F4 for the result view. If you perform a bit of grading at this point, it affects the entire image. In the selective controls, you can create a keyer or mask a selective. But if you click the 3D AOVs menu, you can use the 3D data to isolate a part of your image. With the type set to normals, click active. The normals map is now limiting the 3D selective. To see this, ensure the selective is still selected in the manager and press F8 for the selective object viewer. This representation shows what areas are limited by the selective. White applies the full effect and black has no effect. When you start adjusting the widget, you can choose whether your light comes from the top, bottom, left or right of the face. So you can determine exactly where lighting will originate. You can also decrease the threshold to limit the regions being affected as well as adjust the gain to boost the limited regions. If you press F4 for the result viewer, you can see how the 3D selective is interacting with the face as if a light is actually being shone in the shoot. You can even adjust the widget and see the results update in the result viewer. Now admittedly, that's too harsh. So using the selective render options, you can shrink, dilate as well as blur the output of the selective. This helps give a more natural look to the relighting. Finally, you can still combine different components of a selective. So if you wanted to limit the selective using a G-mask, it's quite straightforward. Call up the contextual menu over the selective in the manager and add a free G-mask. Now draw the mask around the region of her face. Use the contextual menu to add a gradient point and soften the mask inwards. The result is now looking very usable and if you select the selective in the manager and switch to the selective object viewer with F8, you can see how the mask is limiting the output of the 3D selective. Now obviously, this mask will need to be tracked to the face, so expand the selective and G-mask in the manager. With the G-mask selected, switch to the axis tracking menu and change the mode to planar. Press F8 for the selected G-mask object viewer and ensure auto update references on and analyze the track.
With that complete, you can select the selective in the manager and press F8 for the selective object viewer. Scrubbing the timebar, you can see the mask is tracked and combined with the 3D selective. Pressing F4 for the result viewer, you can see how the look development is locked and limited to the face. At any time, you can go back to the 3D selective menu and change any setting for an instant update to your result. Please iterate and save the batch setup at this point and you'll continue with this in the next video. So that's one example of human face detection using a 3D selective on a flat image. Now machine learning can only calculate data based on what it's been taught. So in the next video, you'll learn how to extract faces in shots other than close-ups. And you'll also learn how to use the 3D lighting in the action composite to relight a face using a generated normals map. Please move on to part 3. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to Flame 2020. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos and thanks for watching.